0: Hi, welcome to 1010 Prayer Online. How are you tonight? Tonight is homework night and we remind ourselves about honouring God. I hope that you have read through the story of Leviticus chapter 10. And I know that sometimes we don't like the book of Leviticus, right? But actually Leviticus is really about how do you come before a God that's so different, so special so beyond understanding, so different. And so even as we learn to honour Him because He's not common, He's really luab yasai, He's really different. So tonight, I want to continue to ask ourselves this question, how can I learn to honour God more? So we're going to read Malachi chapter 1. Now, again, uh, this story in Malachi uh, you probably need to do some homework after this and go back and read it again and again until God gives us understanding. Now, before I go on, I want to share this. If we don't have an understanding of how to approach God and if we, learn to dis- we do not learn to honour Him, then we are approaching God from a human point of view. And do you know that if we approach Him from a human point of view, we're actually not approaching God. We're only approaching ourselves. So I don't want to get it wrong. I don't want to, that we get half truth. I want us to get the whole truth. Because when we have the whole truth, we will see the power of spending time with God. So that's why I do want to, I know it's a bit difficult, but I pray that you and I are willing to allow God to show us how important it is to honour Him when we come to Him. So turn with me to Malachi chapter 1, and I'm going to read only a few verses here and there. Uh, And I'm going to trust you to read uh, the whole of Malachi chapter 1, especially from verse 6 to verse 14. And even better to read the whole book. It's only four chapters. So I'm going to read verse 6. A son honours his father, and a servant his master. If I'm a father, where is the honour due me? If I'm a master, where is the respect due me? Says the Lord Almighty. It is you, priests, who show contempt for my name. So I'm going to stop there. It says here, a son honors his father, and a servant his master. If I'm a father, how where is the honor due me? If I'm a master, where's the respect due me? So there's two pictures here. Now we're talking about a mature son. A son honors the father. A son knows how to honor the father. And if God is our Father, our Father who art in heaven. How do we approach him with honor? So this is the first relationship, father and son. Now, no matter how much our father loves us, we cannot treat our father with dishonor. For instance, and that's where I think we Asians know how to honor our father. I would never, never want my sons to call my husband or to call me by our first name. Wow. When they do that, what is the problem? It reduces who we are to be their friend. Well, we are their friend as in we understand them, we want to walk with them. But when it comes to this honouring part, we are not, It's no longer about friend. It is about father and son. And if we don't, if the children don't learn to honour their father, actually we set them up to fail because they will never learn how to honour any authority figure. So in the same way, how do we honour God as father? We cannot go to him and treat him as if he is our pal. That's why I have a problem with songs that, he's a friend of God, I'm a friend of God. Now, I know scripturally, Abraham is a friend of God, Moses is a friend of God, but then Abraham, Moses, I am not Abraham and I'm not Moses. And I, it's a whole different ball game, all right? So I'm not going to go there. I personally find it hard to say I am God's friend. So I call him Father because I want to honour him. And he's not just any earthly father. He's a heavenly father. A little bit different even from approaching an earthly father. So I don't want to treat him as friend, friend, friend. It will cause me to put myself not on the same level playing field with Him. But definitely, I'm not on the same level playing field with Him. So that is what it means to honour God. The second thing is that a servant and his master. If I am a master, where is the respect due me? So what is the relationship of master and servant? Now, God is not just our Father. He's also our master. So when we call Jesus, He's not just called Jesus. He's called in the New Testament 700 over times, he's called the Lord Jesus Christ. So, what's the meaning of the word Lord? In simple modern language, Master Jesus. Master Jesus. When Peter saw Jesus, he says, Master, Master, and he fell at his feet. So, we, when we call God Master, we are no longer even Son, we are His servants. When you think of a servant and a master's relationship, it's one of respect. When I talk to my servant, I don't ever want him to treat me in a disdain, in a contempt way, in a despiteful way, which is what happened to the priest in the time of Malachi. You treat me with contempt. How did they treat him with contempt? Now, you need to go back and read the story. How did they treat God with contempt? Well, when they came to offer Offerings, sacrifices to the Lord on the altar. They offered diseased, blind, crippled, lame. That means, well, honestly, they were really, I would say, not the right type of offerings. In fact, God began to say to them, would you offer this to even your governor? So I go back to the word respect. And what is the meaning of the word respect? When I respect someone, it means I esteem that person very highly. I respect the, the young Agong. I esteem him very highly. I respect the prime minister. I esteem him very highly. Why? Because of his position, because his authority. He's not going to be the same as me. He has more authority than me. I esteem certain people whom I highly respect. In the same way, if we say we respect God, That means we esteem him. That means that we're going to give him the best. That's why Malachi says, when you come before your governors, let's imagine the mentri bazaar or the prime minister comes and have a dinner with us. We're not going to offer him yesterday's food. We won't do that. In fact, not only that, we will start sprucing up our house. We won't put on our nice clothes. We won't even go with slippers. We won't wear shorts. We will put on nice clothes. We will want to honor him and we will make sure our dining table has the best cutlery and we will want to cook the best food. Why? Because that man's position is worthy of our honor. Is God worthy of our honor? So when I come before his altar, and if I say I want to honour him and I want to esteem him, I must offer him my best, not the half-baked best, not anything will do. This is quite serious now. I really don't know what that means to you, but for me, God began to teach me this. Put away your handful, because it greatly dishonours me when halfway through reading my word, halfway through prayer, you look at the handphone because there's a ding-ding sound. Am I not more important than that person who sent you a message? That's how God taught me respect and honour. Another way God taught me respect and honour is that when I go to church, or even not not even to church, when I come before Him, I don't want to just rush into His presence and say, God, here am I. I'm going to talk to you now. In fact, I dare not do that. I began to realize, hey, he's a great king. He, wow, he can actually barbecue me like he did with Adab and Abihu. It's only because of Jesus Christ. I don't get barbecued. And I think about it, he could have barbecued me a zillion times because I had I to just rush into his presence. Well, I learned from people. They, they go in about five minutes before the appointed time. They prepare themselves. So now I begin to go in and to sit down, quieten my heart down, maybe sing a song to get myself to honour Him, and then only I talk to Him. We prepare ourselves. We don't rush into His presence. And I think that would apply to me even when I go to church. It doesn't matter who the worship leader is. It doesn't matter who the preacher is because it's not about them. It's about coming before a great King. So that's why Malachi shared this to the children of Israel. Do you know, because they did not know how to honour God, God could not manifest His power to Israel. That is why, after the book of Malachi, God never, never communicated with the children of Israel for 400 years until Jesus came. So if you ask me one thing, I don't want to, to happen to me is this, that God never talks to me anymore. That when I go before him, he's silent. When I read the Bible, nothing happens to me. I'll be like a tree with no water, no, 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 no water to draw water from. I will be like a tree whose leaves are going to be dry and who cannot bear fruit. What's the point? What's the point about being a Christian with no river of life running within me, with no God that's going to speak to me? Then why be a Christian? I might as well be, I don't know, something else. So for me, I don't want that to happen. And because I don't want that to happen, I want to learn from the book of Malachi, even just from chapter 1, that I want to learn to honour God. Do you know... Malachi closes chapter one with this verse. He says, Cursed is the cheat who has an as an acceptable meal in his flock and vows to give it, but then sacrifices a blemished, blemished animal to the Lord. That he says, For I am a great king, says the Lord Almighty, and my name is to be feared among the nations. So God is saying. When we know that what is, we actually have things that we can bless God with. We actually know how to thank God. We actually know how to bless God. But we give Him not things that are totally not honoring. I don't want to go into what is not honoring. I think each of us will have to discover that. Then the Lord says, How can you do that? For I am a great king says the Lord of hosts, the Lord of heaven's armies. That's what means the Lord Almighty. You're over Sabaoth, the one who's going to fight all our wars with us. And I intend to fight all your wars for you so that all the nations will even say, you are a great king. So I want to end by saying this. One way we can learn to honour God is to see him as king, not just as saviour not just as a shepherd, even though that is true. I think when I see him as a great king, the Lord of heaven's armies, the commander-in-chief that's going to ride into battle with us, wow, I want to learn to honour God. Amen? Amen? God bless you. So before we go off, why don't we just pray this prayer? And um, you know, I'm reminded of that song again, that the king of my heart, be the mountain that I run to, the fountain I drink from. So I'm not going to sing that song, but I'm going to ask you to tonight, uh, just go to YouTube, play it, and once more say, I want you, Jesus, to be the king, not just the lover of my soul, even though he is the saviour of my life or the shepherd of my life, but to be the king, the Jehovah Sabaoth. The Lord of the mighty armies, of the heavenly armies, who's going to lead us into battle. You know why? There are going to be many battles to fight, and if we don't honour God, how can He lead us into battle? Because when the crunch comes, we won't be able to follow Him. So let's pray. Amen. Almighty God, You're truly the Lord of heaven's armies. The Lord God Almighty, the Lord that's upon the throne, the Lord that lets His name, every knee will bow, every tongue will confess, Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God our Father. Almighty God, today we declare, You are a great King, And even those who do not know you will have to bow their knees before you, will have to say, he is the mighty king. He is a mighty king. Just like King Nebuchadnezzar had to say, there is only one great God because Daniel learned to honor you and manifested your glory to the kings of this world. Lord, this is our prayer. This is our prayer that after MCO, long after MCO, we know how to treat you with respect and honour, with respect and reverence, for you are a great King. So Father God, our Almighty God, whose covenant with us is one of mercy, will you reveal to us the parts of us in approaching you that is simply dishonourable and treats you with disrespect and even with disdain, with contempt. Father, I don't want you just to forgive me. I want you to show me where I've gone wrong because I want, and I want the glory of God to come upon my altar, to come upon our church. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for joining me tonight to go into the presence of God and begin to honor Him and even read Malachi chapter 1 again. And I think it is important, you know, to be honest, many of us didn't know, didn't realise that we are dishonouring Him. Actually, until God taught me, I also did not know. So it's okay that we didn't know, but now that we know, we must ask God individually, how have I dishonoured God? How have I treated Him with contempt? That's the word Malachi used. How, does I, how did I treat Him with contempt? You know, we like to say, we are royal priesthood, a holy nation, that if we are royal priesthood, we have a king. So the king requires the priest to treat him with honour and respect. Amen. God bless you. Have a great evening.